Samsung Galaxy S9, OnePlus 6 and Google's Wireless, Oculus Go. This is the latest tech news. This is Tech Chat Friday News Update with your host, David Cannon. All right, then, have you seen the date today? It is just four days until Christmas. Hope you're getting something good for Christmas, by the way. And welcome to the last Friday News Update of 2018. This is the Friday News Update, episode 57 for Friday, the 21st of December 2018. And that's it for the Friday News Update in 2018. We're taking a break next week for Christmas, but we will be back in 2019 with all the news you need to know from CES 2019, the biggest tech event of 2019. Yeah, we get it out of the way quickly. And we also have a brand new podcast coming in 2019. It's gonna be huge. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned for more news on that. But for now, let's get going. First up this week, Huawei have announced their first phone with a hole in the screen for the camera. So it's called the Nova 4, and if you've listened to previous episodes, you've probably heard me talk about phones with holes in the screen. So this basically means you can keep the selfie camera on the front of the phone if you want to go fully bezel-less or keep a small chin, but apart from that have no bezels without having any sliding elements, which are a kind of durability risk. They make the phone a bit less durable. So the selfie camera in the screen is really a better solution and it means it can see you the whole time. So you don't need to wait for the camera to slide up. You can just use it instantly. So this is the best solution we have so far to what to do with the selfie camera on fully bezel-less smartphones. Samsung got there first with their Galaxy A8s last week, and this week Huawei have announced their own take on this new design. So it has an even smaller hole in the screen for the selfie camera. I imagine it's about four millimeters wide compared to the Galaxy A8s's 6.5 millimeter wide hole, which was quite noticeable. This one is not as noticeable. They didn't give an exact figure for the width, but it does look pretty narrow really. And that is in a 6.4 inch Full HD LCD with a small chin, but apart from that, no real bezels at all. We're getting triple cameras on the back and you'll notice there are some cool gradient backs for this. So there's a sort of red to purple gradient back option. There is a blue to purple option, similar to what we get on the P20 and Mate 20. And there's also a white with kind of blue and pink bits and there's also a black option so lots of colors and they all look really nice and coming back to those triple cameras we have a 48 megapixel f1.8 lens a 16 megapixel f2.2 wide angle lens and a 2 megapixel f2.4 lens for doing background blurring so usually at this point I kind of criticize the phone for not having a zoom lens but actually the 48 megapixel lens is 
perfectly capable of doing that. So you've got up to 10 times zoom, although that is with optical and digital zoom, so you do lose a bit of quality, but you will be able to zoom in ridiculously far. And I imagine you probably get like a three times-ish optical zoom on this without losing any detail. So that's pretty good. And I really like the wide angle lens on here. That's going to be very useful. We are getting a 25 megapixel f2.0 selfie camera, which should be pretty decent. Kirin 970 processor, which is a little bit old now. It was found on the P20 and P20 Pro from earlier this year, but the Mate 20 and Mate 20 Pro have the new Kirin 980, so it's not the latest processor. It'll lag a bit behind the Snapdragon 855, but this is a very affordable phone, so really for the price, you wouldn't really expect a Kirin 980, so Actually, a Kirin 970 for this price is really, really good. It's gonna massively outcompete the budget competition. We're also getting a 3750 mAh battery, which should last a decent amount of time. We're getting Android Pie, which is fantastic. Do bear in mind that does have EMUI on top, which is not exactly popular. It's really buggy, but Anyway, it's there, so we have to deal with that. We've got 8 gig of RAM. There's no NFC, strangely enough, so you won't be able to use Google Pay, but it's a fair compromise to keep the price down. We do get a headphone jack, which is fantastic. We get USB-C, few, and there's a brand new feature I really like on here called video ringtone. So when people call you, Instead of seeing a picture of them, now you can set a video related to them which shows up when they ring you and you can see a funny video of them when they call you up. Probably a rarely used feature because people don't really call each other much anymore but it's a very cool idea and that is going to cost 3,399 yuan which is about 390 pounds and $490 which is very, very affordable. I mean, you can't really get better value than that. That's even better than the OnePlus 6T. And there's also going to be a model that swaps out the 48 megapixel lens for a 20 megapixel one. So you'll probably lose the zoom, but that's going to cost 3,099 yuan, which is about 350 pounds or $450. Really, I'd go for the 48 megapixel model because there's not a huge price difference there and those are going to be available on the 27th of December at vmod.com in China. Next up, Lenovo have added two new models to their now notorious Z5 range, the Z5S and the Z5 Pro GT and to nobody's surprise, the Z5S is a huge anti-climax. So we thought this was gonna have a hole in the screen like the Galaxy AAS and the Huawei Nova 4, but it doesn't. It has a water drop notch, which is still pretty popular. It's the best notch design around right now. It's really small. It actually looks kind of nice, but if you don't think that, you wouldn't really notice it because it's 
so small. But it's not the hole in the screen we were expecting. It's not quite as bezel-less. It's pretty disappointing, but the specs are pretty decent. We're getting a 6.3 inch Full HD LCD, a very, very small chin, triple cameras on the back. There is a 16 megapixel f 1.8 lens, an 8 megapixel f 2.4 lens, and a 5 megapixel f 2.4 wide angle lens, which is fantastic. So you're getting wide angle photos on here as well, and this is really really cheap so it's great to see that on a really cheap budget phone and we're getting two times optical zoom so that's pretty good we are getting a 16 megapixel selfie camera which is f 2.0 so that should be all right we're getting the Snapdragon 710 processor, which is unbelievable for the price. 6 gig or 8 gig of RAM, which is very good again, and a 3300 mAh battery. Android Pie, which again is fantastic. Gradient back, so there's a kind of purpley gradient back, and there's an orangey pink one, which is kind of unique, it looks kind of cool, and there's also a black colour. We get the headphone jack, fantastic, and it costs just 1398 yuan, which is about 160 pounds or 200 dollars. What a bargain for those specs! Triple cameras. Thin bezels, Full HD, Snapdragon 710, 6GB, 8GB of RAM, big battery, it's a huge bargain, that's amazing. Probably won't come to Europe or the US, but that is the conversion, so in China, it is a bargain. And we've also got the Z5 Pro GT, which is an absolutely incredible slider phone. So yeah, this is one of those phones where you can kind of slide up the back panel from the back of the phone and some selfie cameras pop up inside that back panel and you can take a selfie that way. But when you don't need the selfie cameras, you can slide it back down and you won't see the selfie cameras it'll be totally bezel-less so it's a kind of cool design and I imagine it's so satisfying sliding up that back panel but anyway we're getting a 6.4 inch full HD AMOLED screen which is gonna look fantastic that has a 95% screen to body ratio which if that's close to its actual screen to body ratio because I doubt it's exactly right but if it is close, then that's going to be the most bezel-less phone we have seen yet. And that's going to be amazing. It does have ridiculously thin bezels. There's a tiny bit of a chin, but apart from that, it's practically totally bezel-less. It's amazing. And we're getting dual cameras, a 24 megapixel f1.8 camera and a 16 megapixel f1.8 camera on the back. Not triple cameras, weirdly, because this is more expensive. But anyway, those are going to be pretty good. 
and we're getting a 16 megapixel f2.2 lens and an 8 megapixel lens of unknown aperture on the front. So dual cameras on the front as well, which is cool in the sliding back panel. We're getting a Snapdragon 855, the brand new processor from Qualcomm, which is going to be amazingly fast. So this could well be the first phone with the Snapdragon 855 and that comes with 6 gig or 8 gig of RAM right now but there will be a model with 12 gig of RAM and 512 gig of storage that is gonna be ridiculous I mean are you gonna use that much RAM you're gonna be able to keep like 10 games open at the same time and we're also getting a 3350 mAh battery an in-screen fingerprint sensor which is very cool and there's a kind of carbon fibery back. I don't know if it's real carbon fiber, but they've made it look quite carbon fiber. And there's some red outlines around the cameras to make it look really cool. But we get Android Oreo, which is really outdated now. No headphone jack. And if you want one of the models with the Snapdragon 855, that starts at 2,698 yuan, which is about 310 pounds or 390 dollars. And that's gonna go on sale on the 24th of January, while the Z5S is gonna go on sale on the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. That is only a few days away. And you can pre-order them now at lenovo.com.cn in China. And finally, HTC have announced a brand new smartphone. Nope, they haven't gone bankrupt yet. And it's a bizarre budget phone called the Desire 12S. And it really seems like HTC can't be bothered anymore. First up we're getting a 5.7 inch 720p LCD which is alright. It's got sort of thin bezels but there's a big chin. Think Galaxy A8 which isn't really quite bezel-less and there's no notch so I guess that's kind of a reason to buy this if you really hate the notch but I really don't think there's another reason. We're getting a 13 megapixel f2.0 camera on the back, 13 megapixel f2.2 on the front, so those sound all right actually. Snapdragon 435, which is gonna be pretty laggy, but for the price, it's not terrible. Three gig or four gig of RAM, which is pretty good. 3,075 milliampere hour battery, which is not great. It won't last that long. Android Oreo, which is really old, as I said earlier. Micro USB, which nobody uses anymore. At least there is a headphone jack, and unlike the Huawei Nova 4, there is NFC. And then we come to the back, which is absolutely hideous. So it's kept that horrible ridge design from the HTC U12 Life, which kind of has a glossy half and then a ridged half on the bottom which it just looks tacky, it looks horrible. I never want to see them use it again. And then there's the camera module, which is not centered. 
The single camera in it is centered with the fingerprint sensor and then it kind of extends off to the left with a flash. I mean, some people are going to be really annoyed by this. I'm not really one of those people, but it's just weird. Like, what? why? What reason could they possibly have for doing that? If you... It doesn't look good at all. I can't imagine anyone thinks that looks good. It's just weird. Like, I guess the specs are alright, although you can get better for the price, but it's just ugly. So it starts at 5,990 new Taiwan dollars in Taiwan for the 32 gig model, which is about 150 pounds or 190 dollars which is pretty cheap. I mean, it's not bad for those specs, but it looks horrible. So uh, just get the Nokia 3.1 Plus. That's it for now. I hope you enjoyed this year of Friday news updates. Have a great Christmas and have a great new year. I will see you in 2019. But for now, goodbye.